0: Well, guys, we are back for another issue of Sports Insider Radio, and it is Thursday, and not only is it Thursday, everyone is so excited. The phones are abnormally ringing because there's football this Thursday. What do you think about that, Big Mike? Well, it's, uh, finally, we have Wednesday. We have
1: Wednesday college football, which we're not going to release on air, that Dave actually has action on an independent game of the night, which is very uncommon. Island game. Island game. An island game. I apologize. The island game. I need to have my terminology. Correct? Finally, for whatever reason, this, this is the craziest occurrence I've ever seen. Should I be like it the island boys not, and start it's,
0: singing, it's an island I'm
2: telling game? telling you, man,
1: Sorry. not even that. I turn around, and I have not seen the sun in five days, and literally as soon as the radio broadcast went
0: live, it is sunny outside. Can you believe that, John? Well, it's the day of atonement. So for a a Jew like me, the the sun is coming through. I can't eat. I can't drink. I'm not supposed to work. And I thought about it this morning, even though I'm not religious, but— I said, it's, the, it's Yom Kippur, the day of atonement, the highest holiday in all of the Jewish religion. You're not supposed to work. And then I thought about it. It's not work what I do. I love what I do. This is not work. So if it's not work, I can justify it. So the, the, the sky just opened up. You can go play golf because it's not work. And I'm here. I'm not eating. I'm not shaving. Oh, I never shave. I'm not, I'm not doing anything, but I'm talking about football. But I got to say this. Before Dave starts talking, it is amazing the difference between the energy in this office with one football game on a Wednesday, how many people communicate and want information versus no football game. Meanwhile, I do these videos all day long about how don't worry about what shape the ball is. As you know, Mike, I've had the Colorado Rockies the last two days in a row plus three hundred because I hate the Dodgers and I love big dogs. And no one cared, except my clients. No one called. No one inquired. Today, there's this no name team, no name game, and the phones are exploding. All right, I'm done. Yeah,
2: I'm glad John you're excited for the game. Hopefully you're not betting against teams just because you hate them. Hopefully there was other lines no, there. No,
0: but... no, no. You know me. It's all about price. I love that three. That three hundred is just overwhelmingly ridiculous. When I see these teams, when obviously you're 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 the Dodgers. You're not going to put forth your best effort at the end of the season when you already know you're going into postseason and you're going to make these pitchers okay, that don't even more care like minus three hundred. Come likely. on, it's ridiculous. That's more likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That's you know what likely. I like. You're where.
1: see see, John has the opposite. I have been broken. It's like I have one of those like wild horses for the last couple years. And between Dave and our international groups that are basically like Dave, but with multiples, they have broken me. I am sitting here hammering NBA preseason last night, caught the jazz plus four and a half. It went down to plus one. They win the game outright. So NBA is here. I mean, you guys are talking about worthless MLB at baseball that hey, 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 the teams so... don't care. And I'm sitting here focusing on NBA because that is going to be the next gold mine that is going to be coming up while football is going on. So it's like seven days of football every day of the week. So in about a couple of weeks, you talk about the excitement when NBA is happening every night and then right around the corner is college basketball, you won't have time to breathe. So I'm excited. I know uh, I was not excited being at the Ravens game last week, except for my clients, because we all know that we gave out. Well, let me rephrase. Dave gave out the Ravens plus four last Monday. It closed at three, three and a half at some places. Didn't matter because we got the job done. We got the cover for all the clients while most of those clients that were betting game day received a push. So, you know, that's the advantage of dealing with real syndicates that are moving on games to get the best price. And that Telegram channel, every one of Dave's clients received a winning play versus guys that were betting the game of, I mean, sorry, the day of push. So that, I just
0: want to emphasize, Dave went eight and three, Dave went eight on telegram as i said on my video dave went eight and three getting the best of the number in the nfl on on sunday and that's the big difference between going eight and three and going seven and four in a push so i mean you do that over a large sample size as dave likes to say large sample size and the, the difference between as we discussed last week the public pushing on the day of the game versus winning is a big deal um And I won't rub in uh, the game itself and the final score outcome, but we know that Dave beat the number. I'll just leave it at that.
2: Yeah. I'm curious, too. Were you following why that Jazz game moved a lot? I don't. I
1: really have no idea why it moved that much. Um, Yeah, curious. I'm just curious.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, for whatever reason, I mean, it's – I know it's preseason and I know that there's no yeah. design minutes for these starters, so it's very hard to track the reasoning preseason yeah. for the line moves. It's it's in my opinion it's gotta be would you agree it's just public money? And why do you think that's such know. a big I line? I don't move?
2: know. Or some info came out or yeah, it's just interesting I'm just curious. I don't know. Sorry, I was the second you want you said that I was meaning to ask, but but you guys are because did. they went to a
1: they went to a favorite <clears throat> at post. Yeah. They closed as a favorite yeah. laying one. So that's a very big. I mean, yeah. it's a five and a half well, point line. Move. Let,
0: let me just insert some info for the listeners. We got a lot of people listening to the show that text us and ask us questions. I sent you one question. I don't know if you saw that in our private WhatsApp group yeah, before we went on sorry. the air from uh, from sorry. Cal. We'll, we'll answer Cal's question. We'll get to that. But one of the interesting things is people that are not professional betters they don't – it's not even on their radar. They don't know that NHL starts uh, in tomorrow, regular season. They don't
1: realize NHL's that NBA started.
0: start. Well, no, no, regular so season
1: starts tomorrow. Yeah, right. but that's right. – it's not about the regular season. It's about getting the – No, 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 no what know I'm that. saying
0: is most people don't even realize that NBA regular season starts on the 18th, but you can bet preseason um, and mm-hmm. that there's value if you have the right methodology, systems – sources, syndicates, and most people are very, very, one dimensional. And like I said, on my video yesterday on my YouTube channel, um, which is, you know, again, a lot of people claim they want to make, they do this to make money. And I think what separates the, uh, the, the winners from the losers is, is, is really when really thinking about it and dealing with a lot of different crazy personalities, um, is, is are you a fan and are you just just simply betting because look let's let's be real dave we do this 365 days a year we communicate 365 days a year you give us plays 365 days a year as well as all my other sources but let's 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 you know let's something that never changes which is the membership is exponential starting on august 1st through january And then that membership, the existing members stay through the entire baseball season. But new membership uh, inquiries, mentorship inquiries, learning how to treat your wagering as a business inquiries, they get slashed over 50 percent once football is over. And so I still you use the word that I love and I want to and I in my and I use in my videos, which is you fix your leaks. I think fundamentally after a lot of thinking about it, the biggest leak for someone listening to this radio show of why they're not successful has really nothing to do with anything other than they're only first interested in wagering on sports because they love that particular sport called football with an oblong shake shape pigskin football. And they really are not fans of other sports and it's hard for them to treat it as a real money-making enterprise if they can simply, you know, it sounds nice to say, I don't care what shape the ball is. But I'm looking at the numbers, Dave. The numbers are are serious. I mean, you were literally talking uh, if 100 people subscribe for football mentorship and membership, in, in six months it'll be 30 people subscribing that same period of time for basketball because, quote unquote, they don't like it or they don't like baseball. So I I really think for the listeners, it's just stop worrying about what shape the ball is. Dave takes breaks because Dave has to take breaks. He's a human being. He needs a mental brain brain drain he needs. But he doesn't take breaks because he thinks there's less of an edge when he takes a break. He just takes breaks because he knows the biggest liquidity market is football. But that doesn't mean that he couldn't if he didn't if he was a robot, literally a robot. That's all I'm going to say on the word robot. If Dave was a robot, Dave could do this 365 days a year and it wouldn't matter what shape the ball is I'll defer to you Dave I'll defer to you Mike
2: yeah I mean (laughs) Adam.
0: yeah football is the best sport for sure yeah because of the liquidity not because you because of the liquidity not because you enjoy watching it because of the liquidity
2: yeah it's just hands down the best spot and and I don't think anything else is even. Well, the rest are close, but yeah. Well, why but is it because is, it because is it
0: because is it? It's because there's key a bigger numbers. there's more money moving, right?
2: Key numbers and once a week, and yeah. yeah, that that too. There's more on each event because it is played less. There's less games, and then the key numbers. So the combination of both, yeah. And what would you what?
0: Am I wrong because I haven't really looked into the numbers, and I have a numbers guy? Doesn't international soccer betting with the syndicates dwarf anything that we do in the NFL? I mean, isn't that just like so huge compared yeah. to anything? With...
2: Yeah, yeah. Soccer's. I think soccer's bet way more than soccer's bet way more than any other sport. But it's but it's 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 most people's favorite sport in all the other countries. And then Correct. ours is NFL. But NFL is loved, too. But, yeah, nothing is loved as much as soccer. So it's a lot more liquid in the exchanges and stuff. Well, I think
1: we're, we're, we're more of the... When the U.S. market, we're never going to compete with the international markets for soccer. Um, in terms of wh- what I've noticed is, and talking to people internationally, they have a lust for making money versus entertainment. Like most people in the U.S. are betting NFL. Perfectly said.
0: Perfectly because, said.
1: Be, yeah. Most people in the NFL really enjoy the Sunday morning push, which is let's bet the NFL games for 1 o'clock. Let's bet them for the 4 o'clock set. Have Sunday night. It's segmented correctly. It's, it's an exciting time when you wake up Sunday morning for the recreational player. So to them, they're filling out their fantasy lineups. They're filling out their pick'em pools. They're going to tailgate parties. It's it's the excitement of the day and everybody wants to know who they're betting on for the day. So it it just it, it heightens the the recreational market for Sundays versus internationally, they're just betting to beat the number. And I've noticed there's a lot more professionalism in the art of sports trading and we've had a couple dave when we had into our mentorship calls we had a couple guys um, from europe that contacted us and australia um, that were just simply interested in how to understand u.s markets because they've already doing the same internationally with second and third league soccer teams like meaning they're they're betting on strictly an edge because they notice that the lines are extremely soft and they're delayed for those second segunda leagues and the the triple a teams I guess of soccer because there's so many different leagues that that have a a farm system where well unlike the US markets let me just finish this real quick my point unlike the US markets where triple a baseball is not really a big deal in those markets that triple a team if they have a good enough season can move up in divisions. So they're legitimately real games being played that matter versus in the AAA here. It's just a farm system for, for guys to play and it's not really bet on. So I just think because there's such a bigger market and more teams to bet on internationally, these guys are finding soft numbers that the numbers don't move nearly as much as these premier league teams where the top division the numbers are a lot sharper versus division you know AAA a soccer in Italy where they're finding these soft numbers and, and able to captivate them by you know finding market edges in that sense where US it's it's not as relevant because AAA A football doesn't exist. So if that makes any sense to the listener. So well
0: and for instance you know I go ahead my, go ahead Dave, I'm sorry.
2: So are those people playing the market or their opinion for, for, for soccer soft numbers yeah, when you say soft numbers are they just betting market value they're just market point? market market but yeah it's not not for an
1: opinion. These are yeah. all market betting numbers where they're finding you know it's 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 wild well they'll find an open number and then it'll move a goal goal and a half maybe even two goals on the goal line. And they're getting reduced. Same thing that we're doing here. They're just doing it internationally. And the the guys that came to us for the mentorship, and you've spoken to a couple of them, they just didn't know how to captivate U.S. markets, and they were trying to understand it because they're so well-versed with finding those market edges with soccer internationally, and they're getting limited. So now they're trying to expand their business and, and do it in U.S. markets where now it's like a free roll for them, meaning that they might have another six months to a year to be able to to get in their their prices with U.S. markets because they're limited in soccer where
2: they locally are. Yeah, you can never last long betting market value because it's just so feared, and you're you such a high edge, so you're always going to have heat. But, yeah, I mean, I, so I what's, assume it's the same over there in England or wherever they're betting as it is here the same thing right internet they're just finding
1: a different market to take advantage of until that you know however long that lasts
2: yeah
0: no no yeah. so let me and ask so. you dave i had two i had i had a question not from the one that i sent you i had a question from another client while we're on the air and again i'm just the messenger so don't beat me up if I was wondering if i'm playing if you're playing something at minus one o five and I can get the same line, but I can only get it at minus one ten. is the edge gone, or should I play it so that that is just literally a red verbatim the text he just sent me um, well.
2: The line is the same.
0: The line is the same. Yeah. Just the juice is different.
2: Well, if we don't clarify it, yeah, you can play it. If we clarify it, okay. Though, only this yeah. If we say written, only bet yeah. at minus one I got it. Got it. And then,
0: did you happen yeah. to read the question from our client this afternoon, this the morning on the uh, WhatsApp group, or do you want me to reread it on the air? Yeah,
2: he. Yeah, he just needs. He was saying that. Um, he was saying it's important, basically, to have multiple sports books right well no he's i'll read it to you he said is
0: there any chance you guys could discuss i i, I have 10 sports books and to make a favorable di- trying to get a favorable trade price in line example the colts game was just given on telegram at plus three and a half minus 115 all but one of the 10 no, books that many. i use had the Colts no, plus three enough. at Okay, at even money, no, at, no, at, at plus. plus. Okay, go ahead. okay, but he was saying
2: all the well, ten books that I use. Hold, hold on, can I talk? People are listening yeah. and going, "Oh, I... that's a play, three and a half minus 115. We never said that.
0: Right. What he's saying is, if the play was a three and a half minus one fifteen, if that was a price that could be had, and the only option somewhere else was plus three at different prices, and we're not going to name this, the, the places on the air that had. There was one of the 10 that actually had that price. His, his question is always, should I take plus 3, minus 110, or should I take plus 3.5, minus 115? That, that really is the, the core of the question. If you have multiple outs and you're shopping the lines, forget about what the game is. Game A, plus 3, minus 110. Game A, plus 3.5, minus 115. You're staring at the screen you have two sources up. You have the opportunity to play one or the other. Which one over a long period of time does it make sense to play on that example?
2: Well, on three, I mean, it's three and a half by far because it's 20 to 25 cents of value, that half. See, so if you can pay 10 cents more for the half and it's worth 20 or 25, then three and a half. Got it. But on five or something like that, that's worth three or four cents. You'd rather play five minus 0.5 instead of five and a half minus 115. It depends what the number value the value is of the half. Got it. Yeah, does that answer it? It does. Yeah. So because so many games because three, four, ten. Those, these are all key number seven, so you'll pay a little bit more for those numbers. Mm. Yeah, got it. Yep. So, hopefully, Mike,
0: you got anything collection. to add on that?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
1: that's the the whole advantage of what we do is mistakes will happen from the user standpoint. We're trying to educate along with give the selections and and so when people. Unfortunately, and I'm always going to have this you know, argument with clients in the beginning is that when they come to us, a lot of clients have been through the ringer of dealing with so-called professionals, and they don't really get the same feedback because they're being told to move on star ratings and locks and all this other crazy nonsense that just will never make them any money. And they come to us, and we're trying to yeah, educate no. them and and – make them understand what the value of the line means. And some still don't get it. They still do their own bad habits, which is no matter if they miss it by a day, they're still betting the game. And then and then they realize why they're not successful long-term because I tell them the whole... The, the worst thing that I deal with is when a client joins later in the week and there's already games posted for the week. And, for example, we have four, five NFL games already listed on the channel what does that say if a client joins tomorrow he may not have any of those games available and he may either have to wait until that price is exact and he could actually buy that exact price or pass on the game what happens is those games win outright hypothetically right all of them well now that client is irate with me because i missed all those when no you didn't because those games could have lost and in the long run of a sample size of thousands of games, this is what we make you follow to the T. And if you're successful with understanding the principle behind what we're trying to do, you will have a successful trading history long-term. But they can't, they're so hyper-focused on individual games that they could never understand, well, no, it didn't matter. They won out. Well, it does. And it, that's the hard part that I deal with is telling people to lay off when it's off the number that we want, and the juice that we want them to have because it's, it costs too much. And if you do it once now, then you'll think you could do it down the line because you had dinner and the line moved the whole point because you were at dinner, and now you're just buying every game to the number, and you'll just never be successful that way.
2: So Yeah, that, that, I, I just, that all summed it up. Yeah, that, that's all right. You're right. That
1: summed it up. But it's like no matter what and, uh, I say, Dave, no matter so how you know. many videos you do, go ahead selective memory that's what oh, i call it. it it's it's hard to break these bad habits and some of these guys have had 20 years 30 years of bad habits and they're just stuck in their ways and they're just they can't understand why these bookmakers are consistently winning and it doesn't and it's not the short term Obviously, but I mean, I couldn't tell you how many guys call my office and say, I'm just going to do a five-teamer today. Can you help me with that? And I start laughing. Well, so
0: what I was going to say is, and that, that's, this is the other thing, is that it's interesting to see the type of commentary I get on my phone while i first of all, the gentleman that asked the question said, thank you for your answer. Your answer was great. Um, and then the second thing is, uh, and the second thing is, when you're, when you, when you It's like I always tell people, turn off traditional news. If you turn, like I have a client, you know, he was talking about like, you know, doom and gloom. Everything looks like the war that we got wars in the Ukraine, the, the inflation and blah, blah, blah. And I said, dude, just turn it off. Like, do what I do. Just watch my YouTube channel, guys. All I do is spin vinyl, listen to music. I don't even watch anything. Turn it all off. And what happens is with the sports, what you saw on Monday morning on Twitter was, the sports books took their first loss this season in the nfl and they're trying to give everybody like the like turn off the nonsense because the, or this guy hit a, has a 19 parlay that paid a million dollars like i tell people like this get rich quick aspect is a waste of time turn it on like i'm looking at the numbers and i lo- like dave says it's very square i already know of course i know that the sports books took their first loss which is kind of weird Because you can just look at the teams that won and the teams that didn't win. Ironically, over the whole entire season right now, the dogs are winning 60% of the time. I had a client, he asked me to run the numbers, and just for everybody knows, it has nothing to do with. But it is interesting to show you the line is the great equalizer. Dogs in the NFL are 36, 25, and 3 on the closing number, 59%. 59%. Dogs winning outright are 11, 20, and 1. So, what that basically means is there's eleven dogs that won outright of those thirty six that covered the rest all lost but actually covered, and that's what the line is there for. so when you're talking about closing line value and getting the best price. You can congratulate yourselves, Moneyline winners, all day long, but the reality is the point spread is the key when it comes to basketball, when it comes to football, unlike hockey and unlike baseball. And you can always see there's a correlation between dogs winning versus dogs winning outright. And when the dogs went outright, again, this has nothing to do with Dave for all the listeners, when the dogs went outright – that's a very small percentage at the end of the season, like maybe 20 percent of those dogs winning outright. And if you if you're lucky enough or you decide to put a small amount of money on them in college, for an example, that's great. But the reality is, is that turn if you're a professional better, I know that Dave is not. I'm assuming I don't know, but I'm asking Dave on the air. I'm, I'm assuming Dave does not need to watch ESPN. Dave does not need to watch CBS. Dave does not need to watch Fox Sports. Dave does not need to see what the announcers all like before the game when they all four on one side or they all four disagree on one side. Turn, guys, turn it off. It has nothing to do with winning in sports trading. Turn it off. No, I mean, That's why we're not sitting here talking about specific, we're not sitting here talking about stats on each player on this radio show.
2: Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, I mean, nobody solid really picks winners off the TV. I mean, there's some type of formula. But, I mean, I guess it doesn't hurt to look at it as long as you can keep, like, a non-biased approach, even if you're looking at, you know, somebody crushing somebody. And then if you you just go, well, this doesn't – don't overplay this going into the next week. But, yeah, I've never actually met anyone that watches it off the TV and picks winners. Could be somebody out there. Right. But most guys have some type well, of formula.
0: Well, yeah. so let's talk. Let, let's talk about overreactions. I want to talk. I want to move into the. I want to skip to college for a second and go right into the NFL. I want to ask you about an overreaction. The whole Brady can't lose three in a row. Whatever that means, I don't know what that means. That's just you know, if you go on gambling Twitter, if you go on the media. Brady can't lose three in a row. So isn't this like the best fo- uh, fade at post to go against Brady at post? Well, you know, like i noticed that the line right now has actually come down off the opening number was nine. Now it's down, and then it went to eight. Now it's back up to eight and a half. But is isn't the pro spot with no handicapping to wait for the bucks to go back up to maybe even nine and a half or ten at post because all the public is going to wake up and go there's no way Brady's going to lose three in a row I just wanted to ask you your opinion on that overreaction Dave yeah
2: that doesn't matter Brady losing three in a row that's definitely square exactly Um, that's what I'm saying yeah nobody solid nobody solid thinks like that and, and uses that as their logic to actually do a pick I mean, it could be like a small little fundamental, but no, it's all about the price and other things.
0: And um, let well, me you ask you, Mike, I haven't looked at... What do you think, Mike?
2: Mike do you pick winners like that?
0: No. Uh, <laughs> I, I tell you what, though. I tell you what.
1: I'll be honest. I used to. I'm not saying that. I, I, I used to be one of the squares that really... Belie- and that's the thing. I truly believed in my process. And that process was a lot of scoreboard watching. It was a lot of doing my own, you know, statistical edge, asking some buddies. You know, it's one of those, like, typical gambler that had no actual true emphasis on understanding that it's basically impossible to win that way. I actually thought I had a shot. And then after being basically put through the ringer and a lot of mentoring a lot of educating myself on it just wasn't working long-term. I just had streaks, a lot of good positive streaks, and then I would have losing streaks and not understand the difference between the two, where now I'm a completely turned around whole 180 of realizing there's no way to beat the system except finding market edge pricing and understanding that I have to throw as much volume at the actual sports book each and every day. And with that, I'll make a solid 4% on my money wagered a year. If I make more than that, if I can make up to 10%, I'll be happy. But it's I'm, I'm completely, you know, I've, I've just taken a step back. You know, it's like I talk about it every week. But finally, for the first time and going into it, I have no opinion into it. I don't I'm not a homer about the Ravens. If I like the other side because the price is right, I'm just going with it. And I usually would never say that on air and but I finally have just submitted to the fact that unless you're price shopping the line, you might as well just stop gambling. You're not going to make money just trying to sit there and isolate individual games and and, and just do it based on stats alone. You're never going to make money that way.
2: Anyone that anyone that doesn't care about the price in their picks I just can't take serious. But if, if, if the price is their the if they're more if the price is one is their main main factor then then I'll listen. But if somebody just pulls out one app, that's whatever price is there, doesn't check the going rate, I I just don't think this person wins in the long run. No matter how much they say they do or whatever, they're definitely gonna they're making minus C V bet. They could even be up to that point over a smaller sample size, but they definitely don't have the edge in the long run. So what does that really say for... Well, if I ask them, hey, what tracking software do you use? And if they go, what's that? Then I go, okay, they don't (laughs) get it. Yeah, I guess I could start with that question, right? Well, I just bet at this company... Oh, you're not checking the global going rate in before each bet? What is that? Okay, this person doesn't know. Yeah. And that's most people. My favorite, Dave, like, I, is... I would never make a bet without looking at prices everywhere. Right. Like not even and that price. that's coming from
1: a professional. Right.
2: Yeah. Well, that's how you my, do
1: it. Yeah. My favorite is sitting in a cigar lounge. I was sitting there Monday night. I was watching the game and I had a I have a buddy of mine sitting next to me who's very close friend of mine, very well versed in what we do and we're just giggling because these guys to the right are giving us their opinions on how to be able to beat the book and talk about the price not the price of the game, but the spread and the statistics and how they've done against each other in previous years and you know, the guy made his standpoint on San Francisco simply because he said, Well, you know, uh the Rams have lost to San Francisco six times in a row. He saw that on sports center earlier, and he, he, he he's <laughs> like "It can't lose, and the game won right so they're sitting there going, man, I'm really good with identifying the stuff and uh, it's it just a little the chatter
0: well and, even you know even with, listen, even with soccer tell tell for the soccer listeners out there how that the hilarious call yesterday, and if you're listening, my friend, I'm not making fun of you, I just feel for you the guy was going to join, and then he took his whole entire bankroll because it was, in quotes, guaranteed. What did he bet, Mike? <laughs> I think it was um, Madrid. Real
1: Madrid or or Atletico Madrid. Right. It I was Real Madrid.
0: Right, right, right. And he just assumed he that said, it was guaranteed. There was just no way that they could lose. Right. He said,
1: guaranteed, and I put everything on it, and I can't believe it lost. And I started laughing. I, I was I wasn't even on the phone call. I was sitting behind Johnny on speaker and I was literally I started laughing like I just that's all I could do. I, I had nothing else where he was so confident and so sure that some guy was and he gave him a whole he's like, "Well, this guy gave me a whole breakdown of why this game can't lose and I'm like, that's why you deserve to lose. If you think that you're that gullible to think that there's a game, it's like the only thing that you could possibly in the the 90s when they did that whole um Netflix documentary about the Donahue uh cheating scandal, that's probably the only time where you had a close to a sufficient lock when the referee back in the 90s, you know, had a had a say in how the game was going to end. But that's still not right. even a lock. And that that you're talking about uh, yeah, five games. Sure that. yeah. Right. That's it. That's not even a lock. That's, or the only true lock that i've ever seen in this business is during covid when the sports books had lines still available after the game had already ended for the korean nice. baseball
2: league that's it that's the only lock that well, i've ever heard of your only your only bet there is are you going to get banned and are they going to honor the bet or try to put up a fight that's your only and i and i bet a game that was final here for a lot of money and got and they they didn't take the money back. I don't know. I just did it in the spur of the moment. But can yeah, I ask that's, you? That's can I'm I on
0: this. exactly? Can um, I? I want to ask because there's some. We you know the biggest line of the week is you talk about overreaction uh, in terms of uh, football futures. The favorite to win the Super Bowl now is the Bills plus four hundred, and I, I mentioned that um, because the Bills opened up at thirteen and are now on a key number of fourteen. And again, I'm assuming, and I don't know because I haven't looked, Dave, that this, the, the pro play is to wait for post if you can get over 14. If it will go over 14, and take the Steelers. Am I wrong?
2: Yeah, everybody's on that. Yeah, everybody, everybody solid will want that. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But I mean, they keep, they keep. Uh, well, they didn't beat the number. They didn't. They barely. I mean, they had a comeback win last week. Lost to Miami, right? Yeah, so, I don't and know. And the Jets 14? beat yeah, Pittsburgh probably, on the last play of the game. Well, they probably beat them by, well, not, yeah, kind of, but, yeah, they probably beat them by 10 or so this week, 13, so you have you have a lot covered with 14, I mean, that's, I don't, I don't, everyone saw it, I think, have Pittsburgh, don't quote me, but I think so.
0: And for all you listeners out there that want to know, there's only one undefeated team against the spread in the NFL. So last week there was a myriad of them. There's only one undefeated team, and that team is the Atlanta Falcons. 4-0 ATS plus 8.5 against, I can't lose, three games in a row, Tampa Bay for whatever that's worth. Maybe that's why the line came down. I was trying to figure out, Dave, why the line came down a half a point. And I, I and I know you say early in the week it's sharp money, but that is a public team. You know Brady is public, and I think that probably people are realizing, oh, Atlanta's four and zero against the spread, even though they're two and two, they've covered no, every nobody, game.
2: Nobody, no, nobody solid cares about ATS. I, I didn't say early.
0: solid. I said public. I said public. I didn't say
2: solid. No, the <laughs> public, public. The public's not moving that early. No, it's probably Got some it. sharp money. What did it open at ten? A nine, and now it's just
0: only a half a point. Then it went down to eight, and then now it's back up to eight and a half. Wow. So it went nine, yeah, eight, eight, eight and a half. That's not and a what about this me. What about this Jets move? Uh, any reason, Mike or Dave, I, I noticed the open was six. It's now down, went down to three, and now it's three and a half. This Dolphins game at the Jets. Jets opened up as a road favorite, minus six, went down immediately to three. And now it's climbed back up a little bit over the key number, three to three and a half. Is
2: there, is there, is there, is there a, well, no, you you can get, yeah, okay, you're right. Well, it's halfway between three and three and a half. Is there an injury or something right there?
0: I don't know. That's what I was asking you and Mike. Mike follows that for his fantasy.
2: That's a crazy move. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? I'm going to go look after
0: this. The Miami Dolphins opened up at six. They went down to three. Now they're back up to three and a half at the Jets. Like the Dolphins are getting no respect. Well, it's because of the backup quarterback
1: when they ruled him out.
0: Oh, oh, all right. Two is not playing. Never mind. Dum, da, dum, dum-dum, dum-dum. Yeah. Two is not but playing. Wasn't right, that, right, right, right. No. Already, it like, was only – no. Doubtful? It was doubtful, but okay. not for sure. And then yesterday, at 4 o'clock last night, they made it confirmed – uh, like at four o'clock he's not having to get it right across the wire that he was like, you know, now he's
2: definitely not one. It was like he might yeah, play, but. It w- yeah, Miami at post there, not much to talk about. Next game. <laughs> that's a standard
0: uh, well, it's funny because I'm looking at some of these, uh, I'm looking for, uh, well, Mike has a nice little record going right now. I don't know if you, Mike has, he's only one with the Ravens on the road when he travels <laughs> They are now 0-5 in their last five games at home when they normally have that home team owning it. So let's, let's talk about that, Mike. You are going to be attending once again like you attended the, Miami, the game last week you attended. You're going to be attending the Ravens game on Sunday night football. The line opened up at 3.5 and a half, is now down to 3, only a half a point against the Bengals. What do you say, Mike?
1: I have no idea, man. I'm I'm so sick and tired of seeing a team sitting in the rain I watching the,
0: games lose? No, I'm just joking.
1: Well, actually luckily I wasn't in the rain. I was my seats are underneath the club level. So the lower level seats that I have, there's an overhang, so I don't get wet. So that but that's besides the point. I, I'd rather get wet and win than than be dry and lose. How about that? But um with the Ravens, it's tough because you see this team that's only trailed for i think one i think they said two minutes out of the entire season, which is very unique for a team to trail yeah. only less than two minutes out of the entire four game stretch and be two and two I mean you would think a team like that would be four and oh if they have, because they come out the gate hot they just don't know how to close games, and that's
2: no, that's, that's very, a
1: recipe. No, that's just-
2: that's probably just variance.
1: No, that's just variance. You still not think a team that close. has... Yeah. Not knowing games, how they close, that's right? Not big,
2: that's not a big sample Small sample but. size. Yeah, but, but people will say that, oh, they're a first-half team that's real square over four games. But no, like, I did kind be of
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that's what square bettors would say all the way. I mean, I I love the Ravens. Betting, for what I've seen so far, is live betting them against them during live lines. I mean, it's, you're, you're getting a lot of good pricing in-game if you're a guy that's sitting there and you're a trader where you can find a lot of good prices you know, midway through the first half where you're getting a lot of value for the second half. So I've seen it in my accounts where you know I'm trading them while I'm at the game. And I'm sitting there, and I'm seeing a lot of value the other way. So, because I'm on the Ravens already getting the points, um, seeing the value of the Bills in the first half, I was able to catch them at really well, good prices value, the other way.
2: What value? What, what value were you seeing? Were you just going, "Well, wait, I'm going to play the other team." My opinion says that Ravens will blow it, or were you Buffalo getting Buffalo race? getting five and a half? Three or four sharp accounts up. And we're kind of taking an average of all those accounts. Just curious. Right. So I was I was getting
1: really good price for the Bills getting five and a half plus five and a half. So I had an, in that same account that I had the Ravens plus four. Um it was the other way,
2: so I'm having a huge middle
1: going well, into about, the well, second half.
2: Are, no, the first bet's are relevant. I'm just saying what was the logic taking the five and a half? What did Sharphooks have, et cetera? At at the
1: but time. At the time I was guy, seeing guy, I, I was seeing where I got five and a half, the sharp books were getting four and a half, so I had a point advantage. Okay. So as I'm tracking it and I'm seeing a lot of the sharp books that are obviously that we talk about that are not backing out winners were are getting yeah. a worse price than the recreational book that I was trading at, which was getting a point and it was it was plus five and a half minus one oh five at the time. So I just, I had good value at the time, um, especially with seeing, again, I'm at the game. So I, with a lot of live bets, seeing how the game progresses, I mean, usually, I mean, I know this isn't a a real metric for how a team's going to finish, but usually, and John has, has told me this for years, the team that scores the touchdown going into halftime, a lot of times will roll and win the game outright in the second half because there's a lot of, there's a big momentum switch it's not a true testament of how i in-game trade but seeing that you could just see the writing on the wall that the team could not keep their force and keep their you know keep their foot on the pedal like the ravens and they just they're not a good defensive team so getting seeing them down early the bills and they were a favorite going in i mean seeing them at a dog price and having a line a point advantage at the time in my opinion was a good play
2: my favorite is tiffany at the game i she goes all right this is going to be a a touchdown and then they're going to turn the ball over right away when uh when the 49ers get the game they're going to just turn it over and that will be the end of the game and i go you actually you just bet that without checking anything yeah, only two hundred. Like, okay, a big mistake, but whatever. And that's exactly what happened. They went down, got a <laughs> touchdown, and then Frisco turned the ball over. And I go, okay, so let's just start betting like that. You know, yes, yeah, she makes these like incredible predictions. <laughs> I don't know if she does it, but I mean, yeah. What would that but, be? She... What was that? What was that odd on that? Whatever. it was. I can't remember what it was. Plus. I don't know. They were a dog. I can't remember the price. But she goes, I just have a feeling. Okay, that works. Let's just pick winners like that from now on. Yeah, so I thought that was funny. All right, what's everybody's free pick? You can go ahead
1: first. I'll, I'll give you mine at the end here. I want to see what you guys take.
2: Fair enough. Okay, I'll take... I'll take Minnesota with, or I mean Chicago with seven. It's literally seven everywhere.
0: Like that, John. I'm going to take the Steelers plus the fourteen, which is probably yeah. not a surprise. Yeah, no, and I might, and I million. might play something on the money line. I might congratulate all money line winners. Here's what I'm going to personally do: I'm going to bet. Uh, eighth of a unit, call it 800 of a dime on the Steelers, and I'm going to bet 0. .20% of the unit on the money line, and I'm going to shop and look for the highest money line that I can get around. Because, you know, again, as you know, Dave, they, the spread it's on the money lines in these games is... I'm sorry?
2: It's like 650. That's you can Yeah, get but look at the other side. 90%. If
0: you were to play... But, but I'm saying look at the spread if you're the Bills. Look at the other side. It's like eight, nine. It's like 900. It's those gaps are insane on those money lines that
2: they give. Yeah. The difference to between those. You
0: know. yeah, yeah, exactly. So I might do a little something on the uh, Steelers money line. Not that I'm, you know, again, I know that that's, that's uh, bad talk here in Baltimore because we hate the Steelers, but
2: Hey, you got to look for value where it is, right? No, that's no, you don't have to talk to me into that one. Of course. The spot is good for me you're you're just you're not really betting on Pittsburgh you're betting against Buffalo going at 100%. That's that's how I look at the, the spot.
0: And again, for all the listeners out there, it doesn't mean the Bills can't win 30 to nothing. We
2: know. We know. We're all big boys, no, but no, but, no, but there's something about when a team makes a comeback win, it like in a tough game like that a road game and then the next game they're laying this huge number. It's just a massive flat spot. Plus, you take those big numbers anyway, in general. Well, and you have a you have a unique
0: situation where you have a team making a comeback win, and then you have another team losing on the last play of the game. So, you know, I don't well, know if you, you saw that. The you no, yeah, you're yeah, right. It's, uh, you yeah, know,
2: that's even more – yeah, it's even more reason to
0: – And then,
2: not, I love the spot. Winners.
1: It's a – you're talking about a quarterback that is now the official starter. Yeah, he had three interceptions last game versus the Jets. But Pickett is now in. He's going to have a full week to practice under his belt. Usually, I like that spot for the Steelers simply because there's, not, there's no tape on him with the Bills. And after a big, grueling game, anybody that plays the Ravens the following week, usually I could see having a letdown spot because it's just, and this is a Brian blessing official statistic, anybody that plays the oh, Steelers or the Ravens, the week after the Steelers Ravens game, or anybody in general at when you're playing the Ravens at their house usually gets gets beat up. So right. that was a very mm-hmm. brutal game. I could see the Steelers definitely keeping it close. So and then so for my spot, I will take again, this play unfortunately is gone for all the listeners. I'm sorry if you were on Telegram, you would have received that. I was all over the same game that Dave is on the LA Rams. Minus the four, that number is no longer there anymore. But I love that spot for them. They're, they're playing at home, coming off a divisional game where they lost and they got embarrassed and the Cowboys are coming out there. I am not sold on the Cowboys. It's going to be a tough place for them to play on the road. And, again, I love the spot at four. I do not love it at five and a half
2: right now. So Okay, okay, okay you, but you have to give one that's still there. I mean, you have to give one that's there for the listeners. What's your Fair enough, player? I know. Backup plays, I'll say
1: it real low, the Baltimore Ravens minus three. <laughs> Sunday <laughs> night football funny. at the that bank. Nelly, Nelly is performing wait, at wait. halftime.
2: They can't they lose, can't lose against Nelly. How do you know that? <laughs> How do you know Nelly's performing?
1: Uh, I got the – well, I'm a season ticket holder. I got the alert. Nellie's performing but at the half. It's going to be it's
2: getting hot does in here. Make, but does that make the news over there? I'm just curious.
1: No, yeah. it doesn't make the news, but you know, social media, people, you know, send out the alert. So I I heard oh, yesterday okay. that Nellie's performing. But listen, at half.
0: before the before the music That's starts, cool. I will say one thing. It, are people going to just recklessly bet the over in every Ravens game because I almost feel like fading that at post and going under because they the, the everybody plus, has the,
2: you know. Well, plus, it's the night game, so it's you know, what we always say the island, Fading Island game moves is stronger than anything. So I don't right. blame you there. Mike, do you want to use this total as your free player? Oh, you got the Ravens. Okay, you don't want to use the total. You want the side. Okay. Side, uh, man.
0: Are we laying the three or are we taking the money line, uh, Mike? Oh, come on. No, three.
2: you got to do a coin flip. You got to do a coin flip uh, for the free play. None of this laying a minus 250 for your free play, no. No, exactly. exactly, Very
1: square thing to say, John. Very, very square thing to say. Of course, I'm going to wear my Steelers Steel, I will Jersey. not
2: lay the three and a half. I don't think John's lost one yet. He pushed
1: last week.
0: I pushed last week. Haven't
1: he Guy hasn't had good. one call yet. He wins every week on the radio. Not one person's called here and go, I want John's radio pick of the
0: day.
2: No, you probably have they just the best won- one out of all of us this week. Wow! And Again, I, I am
0: trying it. to steal with double digits. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm cognizant of the reality of what I'm doing, which is you know fading, fading the. You know, to me, it's nobody should be. Laying, it's just an overinflated line.
2: Yeah, you know? that's right.
0: Yeah. But let's say we didn't next week we'll be talking about week one of the NBA season before the music starts. We'll Well, we did not cover any college today. We were keeping it to the NFL. We'll insert a little college back. How many games do we have so far on Dave's Telegram, uh, Mike? We have five, six. Six games, yep. guys. Don't worry about always playing on the day Sorry, of the five game. games. Logan five to games. Get- Look games. to get the best of them. Yeah, it'll be six at some point later today. Anyway, who cares? Um, but like I said, oh, we love guys, if you Exactly. If you guys want to get access, you can DM Mike on Telegram. What's your, I mean, Instagram. What's your Instagram uh, channel, Mike? VR, V-R underscore, underscore Mike. Mike Safer. All right, guys. This is another edition of Sports Insider Radio. We'll be back next week. Good day and good luck.